Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Welcome back to Right on Track. Joining me today is an extra special guest. If you have heard live percussion on my songs, that was the lovely Sophia Elliott, and now she's joining me for a chat. So please welcome Sophia. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. So we're in the midst of the holiday season right now. Are you excited for Christmas, New Year's? How are you feeling with the holidays here? Oh, absolutely excited. I love I love the holiday time, especially Christmas is always such a beautiful holiday, so I I cannot wait. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm delighted you're joining me today, taking some time out of the holiday festivities to chat on the show. But before we get into everything I want to chat with you about, can you share with the listeners just a little about yourself and what made you want to get into music? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, um, both of my parents are musicians, so they both met each other in college, and my dad is a bass player and my mom's a guitarist so I was always surrounded by music growing up and my brother my older brother was always in bands and so that really I guess pushed me to want to do music because he he really loved it and I just saw the joy and the connection I guess that all my family members made through music and so that really made me want to play music but percussion wise I think that I just really thought it was cool honestly I think that the drums are really fun I think that especially being a female percussionist is a really special thing so yeah I would say I would say that's that's pretty much how I got to where I am today yeah, that's amazing. So you brought up some things I definitely want to chat about more later, but it's awesome that you come from a musical family because I don't. I'm the only one in my immediate family who's <laughs> musical, and everyone was always like, where did Jimmy get her music genes from? Because she didn't get it from us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, let's dive into our chat. So you have an amazing quote to read. So can you read that for the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. This quote is by Evelyn Glennie, and it reads, Percussion is the most adaptable family of instruments. The biggest challenge is to project percussion in a lyrical way. So what made you resonate with this? Yeah, so I think that, first of all, if you know anything about Evelyn Glennie is that she's very unique in the way that she plays and listens to music as she is hard of hearing. So the way that she feels music is really really unique and I think that reading or listening to any of her stuff you can really tell that she's just on another level musically and I think that I just think that she's such a big inspiration for not only females in percussion but also you know people who go through their life with disabilities it's just wonderful to see her persevering through that and finding finding her own way through music that is unlike anybody else. So, but in terms of the lyrical way that she projects percussion, I just think it's, it's just on another level. Like any, everyone should listen to Evelyn Glennie. She's just so good. So that's, that's kind of my takeaway from that. 
Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. I wasn't aware of her background. So thank you for sharing that. It's super inspiring. And I can see how, you know, like being a percussionist, you have to, I think, put a little more effort into a lyrical emotional approach because for vocalists and you know instruments that have pitches to them it's easier to express through that but with the drums and percussions you don't really have the musical side of things or doing beats and different sounds and things so how do you personally go about channeling the emotion into the percussion in terms of I guess playing on a song or you know, if I'm playing drum set rather than a more melodic percussion instrument, I think just feeling the music in what you're playing uh, is a really important thing. I I really love, like, even though I'm really horrible at it, I, I do love singing. I love, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so fun. And I think that uh, just trying to find your voice in the drums is really important in expressing, you know, melodic content where it's not really there you know what I mean Mm. so it I think that I think that there's a lot of ways that you can that you can do that I think it's just self-expression is is the biggest one yeah and I think it's interesting as well because I've talked to some other musicians that maybe were uh, playing instruments like drums or bass or something that's kind of a support rather than being in the forefront of a song whereas like doing those kind of instruments you're kind of in the background you're kind of laying the groundwork rather than taking center stage so I think it's really important because listening to all the songs you played on for me like there's definitely like energy and emotion in the drums even though that's setting the beat and setting the tempo and you know giving that drive to the song but it still adds so much to the music so I feel like musicians who play drums bass those kind of instruments they shouldn't be overlooked as just oh we're giving foundation you actually give so much more to music yeah yeah I I really think that too so you have had experience playing live and in the studio but before we get into the studio aspect just from playing live you've said you played in churches and in school and other bands and things so what is your experience playing live with the drums and how have you developed your skill over the years to allow you to perform in live settings yeah so I think that well let me think back so my first real experiences playing live, I guess, were probably in elementary or middle school. And, you know, back then it was just kind of learning the instrument. But once I got into middle school, I would say I started playing in church. And that was kind of eye-opening to me in terms of being a musician, because that was the first time I feel like I really, you know, was performing and also expressing myself because worship music is just is very different in that way it's 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 spiritual it's you know it's it's selfless so that that was a big part of me growing as a as a drummer is just kind of putting my in in that environment is kind of putting yourself aside and you know being there for the music being there for the people who are worshiping so it's just it's just really cool um you know growing up in that environment um And in terms of other live performances I've done, I think that performing in different jazz ensembles throughout high school and college and also performing with my sister. My sister is a is a singer. She's my twin. And I always really love playing with her because, you know, she's we just we just get each other. And I really love performing with her 
I think that playing live is a is a big challenge for me, especially because I'm really I'm really introverted. I get really in my head sometimes when I perform. So again, with the church music that I did, that really helped me break out of my shell because at that point it wasn't about me. It was about it was about the music. So it's I think putting yourself aside is a big is a big thing in live music. Yeah, I love that perspective. And I'm introverted as well. I think a lot of musicians are, which is really funny because we're literally performing and putting ourselves (laughs) out there. (laughs) But I really love how your experience as playing in church allowed you to break out of your shell and develop that, you know, a little extroverted mask in a way, like when you're doing performances. Do you get performance anxiety or are you pretty chill? Oh yeah, I get I get really bad performance anxiety. I'll, um, I actually had a performance earlier this year. Uh, I was playing, I think I was playing vibraphone, and I was standing there, and I literally was like, "I'm gonna fall over. My legs are shaking so bad. Like I get I get pretty bad." Yeah, no, I get it too. And it's crazy because it definitely strikes out of nowhere. You can't really anticipate it. And when I was playing piano for Tinsel Heart. I have no idea why, but I'm usually fine like playing piano because I grew up playing since I was 10. I was classically trained for a really long time, so that's my main instrument. And when I was playing that in the studio, I had such an anxiety attack where like my heart was racing, my chest got all hot, like my legs were shaking on the pedals. And I told Bob, I was like, I need to stop for a second. He's like, are you okay? (laughs) But no, it definitely strikes you out of nowhere, whether it's like in the studio or playing live. And I think that's something a lot of musicians deal with, even though we're in the spotlight all the time and having to kind of put on that extroverted outside face and show confidence even if we're feeling that anxiety. So let's transition into the studio. So you've played on several of my songs now and you're always incredible at it. Completely blows my mind. I cannot play drums. I've never really tried. I just can't. I The closest I ever got to like really doing anything percussive is after you recorded Snow on Christmas Day, and you were like, oh no, we should have added sleigh bells. Bob was like, oh, to me, you can play those. So I recorded the sleigh bells, and the thing had like 24 bells on it. It was really heavy. I'm sitting oh, here yeah. trying to play, and by the end of it, my arms and my shoulders were killing me, and I was like, I have <laughs> no idea how you can do this like all the time. <laughs> so how have you developed your skills in the studio because I know that's a whole other level of pressure too with like timing and all of that yeah well first of all thank you (laughs) Um, yeah so in the studio I think that I find myself more relaxed in the studio because I know that if something happens it's not the end of the world and I can have a do-over so that's really nice um I think that, well, first of all, it's a huge privilege privilege to be able to play in the vault and to be a part of your music. I think that your music is wonderful. Shout oh, out to Zahar. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're playing in a studio, it's just, it's, first of all, I feel a lot more comfortable there, especially with Mr. McCutcheon, Bob being there. He's uh, He's wonderful at what he does and he's so kind. And I think that being around people who are just kind and just want to make music is really, really cool and special. So I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. Enjoy playing in the studio. I think the difference between that and playing live is that, you know, again, with the selfless thing, it's like, I'm, I am a part of somebody else's music and I, I'm really want to do exactly like what their vision is. So that's, that's a really 
big thing for me as someone who is, you know, really introverted, really anxious, is just like doing it for something else is a really big part of getting out of my shell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you bring up a really great point about the vault. It's an amazing place to be. And I'm super lucky I get to record there because the environment is amazing. And I think that we're so lucky that we get to record in a place with such a laid back, supportive environment because it takes away the stress factor a little bit. If we were recording with people we didn't feel comfortable with, then I don't think the music would flow as naturally. So yeah, definitely creates a very safe and fun space to record. Yes, absolutely. So I know you just mentioned again that the whole selfless approach, and I love I love how you keep going there because you're exactly right with studio musicians. You are playing on another artist recording and. I always try to give direction, like with you and everybody else who plays on my music. It's, I have a vision for it and I give direction, but I'm not like super strict. Like you have to do this yeah. and nothing else. Like you have to do this. <laughs> I think it's really, really important to give other musicians a chance to express themselves and bring their own individual flavors to the song and I know you've not you and I have worked while doing that but just from the notes that I give you when you're doing my songs like I'm pretty vague with it because I know like next to nothing about drums or any of that and you always manage <laughs> to do like exactly what I want so when you are getting ready to do a song and you listen through it a couple of times and you're piecing together what I sent and what you envision how do you kind of get yourself centered in that space before actually doing takes yeah so I think that first of all, I, I always listen to the demo like a billion times. Like I love, I always listen to it and make sure I know my best to know exactly where everything's happening and, you know, what's going to be on the record, what I'm trying to line up with, what I'm, um, what I'm complimenting is a really, is a really big thing for me. Um, and I always also listen to, I try to get a feel for what, kind of vibe we're going with the song so like if it's a more I think with with your more pop country music I try and listen to a lot of pop country songs so I get in that mode before I go into the studio um, so I know that I am supporting the genre rather than you know trying to you know I want to I want to have like an like I do want to have my own flavor in the song but I want to you know be supportive of what music we're making so I think that getting into that mindset and getting inspiration from what other people have done too is um, is really helpful in coming up with you know drum parts and coming up with something that's going to complement what you laid down. Yeah, well, reference tracks in general and just getting the vibe of the genre that's really important. No matter what I'm doing, I always tell Bob like this is what I'm going for. These are some songs that I'm kind of hearing, not to yes. copy, but to get like a vibe because I'm bouncing yeah. around a bunch of genres all the time. Like it makes sense that you'd have to center yourself and just see other things you're doing too, like playing in church and then playing in jazz ensembles and my music. Like you've been doing a ton of different genres, and I think that's really interesting. So I'm sure that over the years you've had to. Really immerse yourself in so many different styles of music in order to portray a drum part on those songs that fits the vision of the style. Yeah, for sure. So something else I wanted to chat with you about is something you brought up a couple times that you are a female percussionist, and I think that's amazing. So have you had any kind of 
instances where someone was like a little surprised by that or have you found your time as a female percussionist being pretty accepting and not really shocking to many people? Yeah, so I think that I've been lucky in the sense that I've had a lot of good people around me and a lot of good people that, you know, don't don't see me for being a female percussionist and just see me for being a percussionist, which is really a blessing. However, I've definitely like had, I think pretty much every female percussionist has had instances in which like, you know, you go, you go to play something and they're, they expect to hear something not good. Like they, they see you as a female and they expect to hear you play quieter. They expect to, you know, they expect you to not be as good as say a male percussionist would be. And, you know, you just find yourself constantly trying to prove yourself in that way and second guessing yourself because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't, who don't believe in you and who don't believe that you can be successful. So for me to combat that, I've just tried to surround myself with people who do believe in me and who don't, don't see me as that because, you know, I'm, I'm my own person and being a female does not inhibit your musical abilities. It, it, it's, it has nothing to do with it. So I think, I don't know. I think that kind of reassuring myself of that, even when people have put me down for it, is really important. Isn't it wild that we're living in the 21st century and this is happening? (laughs) Yeah, no, it is wild. Like, you know, especially being a college student, actually, I found myself, you know, being in more instances as a college student where people have put me down for that than any other time in my life. Like, you know, playing for different various ensembles or musicals or recording stuff it's just like it's it's crazy it's crazy like the things that people have said or done like it's it's just like wild because I've never really (laughs) encountered that until recently yeah well it doesn't make any sense to me because music is for everybody and no matter Mm -hmm. what instrument you gravitate toward whatever gender you identify as like it shouldn't matter I don't understand people today. I really, really don't. But at the same time, I think it's really great how you didn't let any of that negative talk kind of make you second guess being a drummer because clearly the world needs more female percussionists and you are definitely demonstrating yourself as someone who's fully capable of being one so I think you're really making a statement and the more songs I have you on and the other work that you play on like I think it's just giving you that platform and also letting others know too like hey like female drummers there's nothing wrong with this this is awesome I think it's incredible when when Bob mentioned you to me I was like oh cool female drummer yes gotta get her on like I was so excited over it I don't know why people would be like not excited over that yeah well thank you thank you you know I'm 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 in the same boat it's 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 so it's so strange to me so yeah what is your favorite thing about being a percussionist I think my favorite thing is I really just love the drums. I just love how the drums sound. I love beats. I love, you know, I love all sorts of percussion instruments. I think that's the beauty of percussion is that it's so incredibly versatile and there's so many different instruments. Like you can be, you could either play all of them or you could have like, you could be really especially good at like the triangle or like the ratchet. Like you can, you can have so many different, there's so many opportunities in percussion. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that like, you know, if I wanted to just 
play marimba for the rest of my life you know like I I I could do that or if I wanted to just you know play like hand drums for the rest of my life I could do that but there's like so many options there's so many options in percussion and I just love how how many different sounds you can get out of even one one drum it's just so it's just so cool I just really love it it's just so fun yeah absolutely it definitely sounds like it so because there are so many instruments that kind of fall into the percussion kind of group, when you're playing the different instruments and you're learning them, is it easy to kind of switch between them or are some harder than others? I think that some are harder than others. There's a lot of transfer between different instruments, like the grip for a lot of different implements like sticks and mallets is pretty similar. And, you know, going from one keyboard percussion instrument to the other, like, you know, going from like a xylophone to a marimba, you know, there's subtle differences that you have to remember, but there's a lot of similarities. Um, And as long as you are just trying to be musical and trying to, you know, get the best sound out of the instrument, I don't think it's super difficult to switch in between one or the other. You know, I have to do it all the time being a percussionist in like a wind ensemble at school. So I don't know. I actually really love the the challenge. It's it's it has gotten easier. Yeah, I'm sure. And I think too, what's really really awesome is for someone who focuses on like a instrument. Like I am very focused on piano, and switching between a grand piano and a keyboard is there's no difference in the way you play that. But I yeah. think being a percussionist, you are being able to play many different instruments, and I think that makes you a very well rounded musician. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think that it's it's tough because as a percussionist, you do have to be really skilled at so many different ones. So I think that's the biggest struggle about percussion. Like, honestly, anybody can play percussion. Anybody can hold sticks and, and you know, <laughs> hit a, hit a drum, but it's really hard to be good at it. It's really hard to be good at it. And that's something I strive for every day is just to get better and better. Yeah. And I think it's really great you brought that up, too, because when back to the sleigh bells, you know, I was like, oh, this can't be hard. I just have to stand in front of a microphone and shake this. And I was like, (laughs) and then like two seconds into it, I'm like, oh, no, like, first of all, timing. Second of all, like the velocity. I'm like making sure I'm not like all over the place. There's so many things that I really didn't think about until I was actually in there in the booth trying to do that. So a lot of credit to you. (laughs) So for anyone listening who may be interested in getting into percussion, what advice do you have for them? So I would say start, I would say start with one thing because <laughs> there's so many, it's kind of hard, like looking at percussion, it's like, wow, there's so many things I could do. But like, even if you wanted to say like, just have sticks and play on like pots and pans, like that is a good start. I would say like just playing anything, playing rhythms you know, watching a video and trying to play along to it, listening to a song and trying to play along to it is a really, is really fun. I think just enjoying it is, is the biggest thing. It's like even just hands tapping on a desk is, is percussion. And, you know, starting there, I would say just finding joy in it would be the biggest thing. Yeah, I love that. And I'm just thinking back to like, when I was in college, I had to take a percussion class. And granted, all we did was like, do sticks on snare drum heads like that's literally what we did in the class because there was like all the music therapy majors before I changed my major and it was just like learning the percussion and I really like how you brought up the rhythms because 
I think it's really fun when you start to get into like the different things that you can do, the different rhythms, because that's what makes things interesting, especially when you get into the studio recording. You don't want everything you play on each song to be the same. So being right. in that space of like trying different things out and playing around with different rhythms, I'm sure that over the years you've developed this massive toolbox of different things that you could do. So when you're recording on a song or playing live, you have different techniques you can pull from to fit different styles and circumstances. For sure, for sure. So just looking back over the years, what has been one of your favorite memories tied to percussion? Hmm, that's a there's been so many I think there's been so many good memories <laughs> I, I love playing drums but I think one of the more I guess impactful experiences I've had is I was really big into like marching percussion for a lot of my life and now I, I teach it now which is really cool Aww. and um yeah I so it. I I marched uh with this group called Matrix Open and we it was like a competitive drum line type deal um and it was just it was just so much fun like the connections I made and I felt I had a lot of musical growth when I was participating in that so I would say that that was probably my favorite thing although it was really hard to balance you know being in a performing competitive group with being in school um I I wouldn't trade it for anything it was a it was a really really impactful experience on my life Oh, that sounds like it definitely would be. That's so cool. And I think that you just kind of admitted too that through all of these experiences and one you mentioned specifically, like you've been growing as a musician. I think that's the coolest thing. Like looking back to when you were younger in elementary and middle school, getting into percussion and then look at you now. And I think it's really cool how music is always evolving and changing. And as musicians, we're always growing. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being in music. 100%. Yes. <laughs> so just one more question. This is a fun one. Uh, when you listen to yourself on recordings, do you cringe or are you like, I did good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I definitely cringe. I definitely cringe. Um, I think that uh, it's some, I, there's always like things that I nitpick. I'm like, oh, that like, eighth <laughs> note was a little too far behind or like, you know, I shouldn't have crashed that symbol. I should have hit a different symbol. Like, I don't like that sound. But you know, I think that um, getting out of that mindset and just listening to it for the joy of making music is is much better. It's really it's really easy to be hard on yourself, I think. So, you know, I I I try not I try not to, but it's a little it's kind of easy to to cringe at yourself sometimes. Yeah. Uh, whenever you know, as musicians, we can be really like self critical. So, yeah. um, but you know. <laughs> removing yourself from that is 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 the important thing yeah for sure and I think I think that's just another thing about musicians we're really critical of our own work and then we can listen to somebody else play and be like oh my god that was amazing and then we listen to something we did and it's like yeah no I could have done that better and that better and that better it's so funny because when I'm like when I'm doing piano I always try to do it in one take and not like have to have things cut up in different takes but right. it's like nearly impossible. Like just thinking back to my classical days when I was doing competitions and stuff, I had to, I was being judged, but in the studio, like things can be moved around if they have to be, but I'm always still really hard on myself and I want to do it in one take. And every single time something needs to be split somewhere, like I know the spot 
And you can't even tell, but like I make my brain think, oh, you can tell that there's a take that got put here because I know it was put there. And then like Bob was like blending it together. He's like, you can't tell, like stop overanalyzing. You literally cannot tell. But no, I totally feel like listening back to something you played, it definitely gets you in your head. Um, but right. it's really important to kind of get out of that space because you shouldn't be questioning everything you do all the time. oh my goodness well Sophia was lovely having you on the show this was really fun I'm happy I finally got to chat with you after you played yeah thank you so um, much my music oh you're welcome it was lovely having you so this is where I kind of let people plug their things so is there anything you want to share where people can connect with you online or listen to your music anywhere or anything like that yeah go ahead and uh, follow me on Instagram my handle is at Sophia A. Elliott it's just my name with an extra A so yeah follow me there'll be you know some stuff posted on there i don't really have a ton out but shout out tinsel heart shout out all the tracks that me and demi have worked on together so <laughs> there are many by now there's a couple yeah, christmas give those ones a country ones yes. and more will be coming <laughs> yes cannot wait well thank you so much again for joining me it was lovely having you on the show thank you Absolutely. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this chat with Sophia Elliott. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on track. track.